0: It was daylight outside the Inn, but in this windowless garret it might have been night. The dying warlock's chamber was lit by a single feeble lamp dangling from the darkened ceiling. It swayed slightly, though there was no reason it should. A slender young steward in close-fitting black garments, Gnarl stood just inside the doorway an empty tray in his hands, wondering what exactly the warlock wanted. He had refused all service but a little broth and wine. The shadows darkening the chamber seemed to have substance and personality, as if they'd gathered in the room to observe the tiefling's decline. He was, after all, no ordinary tiefling. Cernos was quite a famous worker of magic. "'Come closer, young man,' said the warlock hoarsely, shifting on the small bed in the corner of the dank shadowy room. "'And close the door. I have a mission for you.' the tiefling's rasping voice reminded Narl of the filing of old swords. Seeing Narl's hesitation, the warlock scowled, the glow of his crimson eyes quickening like embers blown on a cold night. Trying to prop himself up on his pillows, Cernos gave an agonized grunt and pushed back his hood. Narl saw that the tiefling's head was crowned by horns. His elongated features, always the color of a sunburn, were both noble and infernal. Reluctantly, Gnarl closed the door and took a step into the room. He feared a malediction should he refuse to approach. May I fetch you a tonic, Gnarl suggested, for your injuries, uh, perhaps a soothing solution of the poppy? Trying to put me to sleep, boy, so some assassin can slip my throat? grated the warlock, eyes narrowing to fiery slits. Has someone paid you to drug me? Narl licked his lips. I am thinly paid, and all gold is welcome, but I wouldn't take a pot of it to poison a warlock. My papa did not raise a poltroon. I have no wish to be magicked into the abyss. It's curious you should mention the abyss, growled the warlock, grimacing in pain as he shifted again. "'The wretch who passes for a healer to this inn "'mentioned you might moonlight as something of a thief. "'Is this—' "'He paused to take a shuddering breath. "'Is this indeed the case?' "'Narl cleared his throat. "'I prefer the term retrieval specialist. "'I have sometimes journeyed out and about to "'cull special objects for guests of the inn.' Without the knowledge of our proprietor, I reappropriate, but never from anyone within these walls. The proprietor? Ah, Zemoar, said the warlock, glancing toward the door. I am especially concerned you do not tell Zemoar about this. I mistrust elves and half elves. If you wish to undertake this quest for me, say nothing to anyone about it. "'except to those who might accompany you.' "'Narl bowed, slightly. "'He didn't like the sound of the term quest. "'It implied long distances and unknown dangers. "'Truth be told, Narl was not half so good a thief "'as he supposed himself. "'But admitting failure was becoming painful to him. "'He had failed at being an apprentice to his uncle, "'a low-level wizard, "'though he'd gotten something of an education.' He had earned only a pocketful of gold as a retrieval specialist. He could not afford to quit his day job. Still. Quests are risky, Narl said. That's on one side of the scales. What enticements on the other? What balances my risk? Wealth, the tiefling hissed. Wealth and land. Shining castles and supple maidens to grace them. All can be yours, boy, if you undertake the task I set for you. The journey entails a trifling risk or two, but if you do as I say, you shall have your just deserts, and I shall have my own heart's desire. You will no longer concern yourself with pouring pots of ale for belching merchants and inevitably emptying pots of piss.